It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo. Hey everybody and welcome back to Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast Covering the Las Vegas Raiders. Also, a hearty hello to everybody in Las Vegas listening to us over the airwaves on the radio, on the bet in Las Vegas. We appreciate you guys being with us. I say us, that's me, Scott Cobranson, your host, along with my co-host, Mr. Mo Moten. Mo is a senior NFL writer at Bleacher Report. Also, Raiders columnist at sportsnaut.com where you can also catch my work where I cover the Raiders and the NFL as well. Uh, Mo, welcome back. It's uh, We're getting close to the end of the year here. The Raiders will close out 2024 with a road game in Indianapolis, and we'll get to that in a second. But I want to start off, I mean, the, listen, the topic is the topic, and that is Antonio Pierce. We know we talked about it in our last show about Antonio Pierce, the win in Kansas City, what that meant for him, what that meant for the Raiders overall, and for his chances at the permanent head coach position. Uh, and he spoke to the media just a couple days ago, and he's, and they asked him about, hey, do you think you've done enough to earn the job? And, you know, you don't have head coaching experience and blah, blah, blah. And I loved his response, Mo. He said, listen, my resume's on the grass. Uh, and and the momentum here continues, I think. Listen, I know there's another two games to play. But as we talked about last time, Mo, unless there's a complete collapse and, and the Raiders get embarrassed twice in a row, which I don't think happens, it, it just seems like there's so much momentum that there is no other way that it will go. I talked to Hall of Fame writer... Uh, Sheree Williams, Shereen Williams from NBC Sports the other day for Sports Not. She agreed, said yes. You know, this is uh, this is another Rich Passaccia situation. Although this one, you could you could argue, is even more so. You're seeing results that uh, with a young team, not a veteran team like Rich Passaccia had. And her opinion was, yes, he deserves a shot here. Uh, I just don't find. Have you found anybody? I've heard some from, from some fans who aren't convinced, but overall. Um, it's hard to argue with the momentum you're seeing, and it just doesn't point in any other direction, does it? I've heard one dissenting report slash opinion from Diana Rossini of The Athletic. Mm. She was on an FS1 program, and she said, while Antonio Pierce has the support of the players, and Mark Davis certainly appreciates what he's done for the Raiders, she also said that you have to remember this is Las Vegas, and Mark Davis may want a big name at the head coaching position. I'm not saying this is my opinion. I'm saying this is from Diana Rossini, who appeared on an FS1 pro program and was asked about 
Antonio Pierce, um, his shot at becoming the next Raiders full-time head coach. And that is what she said. Again, I'm not saying that Mark Davis is eyeing a big name. I'm not saying that the Raiders <laughs> are going to go big and, and get rid of Antonio Pierce. All I'm telling you for those listening is that there is a slight possibility that if a big name lures Mark Davis's eye, that he it's a possibility he could go in another direction. Now, do I think that's going to happen? I would say no, simply because, as I said in the last show, it's going to be hard to convince the players that, yeah, the guy that turned around the locker room helped you lead, uh, helped lead you to a win over the Chiefs in Arrowhead, and has a currently now a winning record as the interim head coach is not the guy we went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard convincing the players of that. And I'm not saying that there will be a riot in the locker room. There definitely be a riot among the fan base. Yes, <laughs> but um, it would be hard to convince the players that Antonio Pierce is not the guy after after what we just saw on Christmas Day. So I still think it's going to be Antonio Pierce, though. Danny Rossini is reporting that it's not a lock yet. No, but but I do agree, Mo. That listen, I, what Rusini's saying, and 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 a very very good reporter who has good sources and and has a good view of the NFL. I think if you look at it, I, I understand the point of view, though, right? We've talked about this point of view in the past. Mm-hmm. Now, this is prior to the Chiefs game and and the progress we've seen made recently. But I understand that. And I had somebody ask me on X the other day, hey, you know, it, it was a direct message. It wasn't out in public. Say, listen, do you do you see any other way? Can can Mark Davis make any other decision? And I said, <laughs> yeah, it's his team. He can make whatever decision he wants. Certainly mm-hmm. the momentum, as, we, as we've said throughout the beginning of the show, is in Antonio Pierce's favor. Clearly, no matter what anybody says, and listen, I wrote a piece you can read up on Sports Not basically saying the same thing. The media is even calling for him to be hired, in essence. Listen, you know, we we, we strive to be objective, but you look at the story and you say, boy, uh, it's hard. You, you want somebody recognized for the hard work they've done and the progress they've made. That mm-hmm. said, if Jim Harbaugh wanted the job or somebody we're not even thinking of, Mo, because you never know, right? You just never yeah. know what can happen. Somebody could approach Mark Davis, who's a current coach somewhere else or wants to get back in the game, whoever it is, and say, hey, listen, uh, I'd love to apply for this job. And it's a name you never think of. And if you don't consider it, then that's not due diligence. So again, I'm not, I'm, I'm with you on this. I, I think the momentum is there. I think why not give the guy a short-term contract and see what happens? At the same time, we don't know what we don't know. And so I think so, that's where fans are going to be uh, nervous about it because if, if there are names that pop up and there will be names that pop up, um, you can't get too nervous or angry about it because you have to understand Mark Davis' position. It's like, well, I, you can't just shut your mind off just like he couldn't shut his mind off to hiring Antonio Pierce, right? I just want to make something perfectly clear before the people go to the social media ways and slander my name. this Again, this is not a report for me. I'm not saying that Antonio Pierce is, doesn't deserve the job. He absolutely does. But the one fact that we've talked about on this show is that we don't know who all the candidates will be for this job. And as you said, there could be a sexy name out there that catches Mark Davis's eye and, and forces him to consider another candidate. So... While I feel, personally, Mo Bowden feels Antonio Pierce gets the job. 
the reality is that he's going Mark Davis. He is going to go through the interview process and make a decision. And there's a slight chance he may not pick Antonio Pierce based on who applies for it. Now, I did do a Bleacher Report live on Tuesday, and I brought up Patrick Graham's name. Vic Tafer, the athletic, had a tweet that said, Patrick Graham also wants a head coaching job. He didn't say the Raiders head coaching job, but he also said Patrick Graham wants a head coaching job. And right now, the Raiders defense being eighth in scoring, I would I would guess that he's going to at least get some interviews. I don't think he'll get a job as a head right. coach. I think he needs to continue to build his resume because he doesn't have the leadership quality that Antonio Pierce has shown yet. So I think Antonio Pierce has a lead on him in that aspect. But Vic Tabor said that Patrick Graham wants to be a head coach. So does Mark Davis also consider Patrick Graham in his head coach in his head coaching candidate pool? We'll see. But I would think if they're considering, if Mark Davis is considering both Graham and Antonio Pierce's in-house candidates, I would think that Antonio Pierce has a leg up on him again because Antonio Pierce has shown he's a leader of men. He has shown that he has the leadership quality to be a head coach because being a head coach is not just calling plays, X's and O's, having a, a, a track record for being a good coordinator. You have to be a leader in that locker room. And Pierce clearly has that. We don't know if Patrick Graham has that or not. We know right now he's a good, good coordinator, but we don't know if Patrick Graham can rally a locker room and be a leader of men. So I would think that, again, Mo Moten speaking, Antonio Pierce is in the driver's seat for that head coaching position. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's the point, I think. And remember, a lot of people, I see a lot of fans, and this is just, this is purely for educational and informational purposes. A lot of fans, give him the job now. You can't. He has to go through the interview process. The Rooney Rule, even though Antonio Pierce is African American and the whole Rooney Rule is about minority hiring, you have to go through the process. Okay. (laughs) Excuse me. And that was to prevent an interim from from the, a team getting around the Rooney rule by having an interim coach and then just hiring them. So so just understand there will be other interviews because they interview others doesn't mean he's going to hire someone else. But again, during that process, to, to your point about Patrick Graham, there are other hot candidates out there who don't have head coaching experience. And there are other candidates. Again, we don't know about it. Uh, if, if Harbaugh in Baltimore decided he wanted to leave Baltimore and go to Vegas, I'm just, again, totally hypothetical. Would you not interview him with the success he's had with the Ravens? I mean, again, a wild, a wild card there. I'm just throwing that out just because we don't know chances of it. happening Very, very slim. I have a realistic scenario. Remember before Antonio Pierce, before the Kansas City Chiefs win. Yeah, I you know I've asked a lot of people in my Bleach Report lies who would you want as the Raiders head coach if not Antonio Pierce? A lot of people said Ben Johnson. You heard Ben Johnson's name over and over and over again. What if Ben Johnson wants the job? He's an offensive minded head coach. Detroit Lions are now the NFC North champions partially because of his offense because the defense has kind of fallen off. Now play well against Minnesota and Denver, but. We all know that Detroit Lions, their brand of football, we know them for their strong run game. Jared Goff, 
again, looking like a top 10 quarterback. And that offense being explosive, knowing that the Raiders have to draft a quarterback because Aiden O'Connell is clearly a backup. And Ben Johnson, one of the hot coordinators, one of the hot candidates, what if he calls up Mark Davis and says, I'm interested in the Raiders' job? Does Mark Davis go with the hot offensive coordinator who's proving he could put together a strong offensive attack, an explosive one? Or does he go with Antonio Pierce and continue that continuity and development? Now, I know a lot of people listening to this are going to say is the best case scenario is you hire Ben Johnson, you keep Antonio Pierce on staff or vice versa. You have Antonio Pierce be the full-time head coach and he hires Ben Johnson to make a lateral move, which ain't, let me tell you folks, no and let if, when you're the hottest coordinator out, you're not making a lateral move. So yeah. Ben Johnson is not going to accept an OC position with the Raiders under Antonio Pierce if he's the hottest candidate to be a head coach. It's just right. not going to happen. So right. more than likely, you're probably choosing one or the other. And I would think that it would be a tough decision for Mark Davis because, again, you're trying to develop a quarterback. And you know Ben Johnson's led a, a pretty good offense. You want that development. On the other side, you don't know what Ben Johnson, who Ben Johnson is as a leader. You have that in Antonio Pierce. So that would be, I, I would think, a tough decision for Mark Davis. It would be. I mean, it, it's a, it's an easier decision if you're trying to save money because the, the numbers that have been thrown around with Ben Johnson, $15 million a year, which is usually only given to guys who have experience. You know, a, a young coordinator coming in, no matter how hot, doesn't usually demand that. But Ben Johnson's agents obviously floating a number because they know he's the number one uh, coordinator mm-hmm. candidate in the NFL. But to your point, listen, again, this goes back to something I wrote about in my piece this week, Mo, on on Antonio Pierce and kind of his leadership style and, and whatnot and the connection he has to Raider Nation. And this is something I heard loud and clear when I was down in Nashville with the guys at Raiders Fan Radio with Murph and the crew. And that is Antonio Pierce understands and and exemplifies Raider Nation culture. Okay, so so that's why I mean put aside the job that he's done, which has been excellent for, for what he was given. Because he understands that their fans will not be happy, and, and this is Mark Davis doesn't make decisions based on the fans, but the fans certainly play into it. I know he listens to them, but if if it's not Antonio Pierce, it doesn't matter. I I can't think of a candidate off the top of my head that Raider Nation would rally around instantly if if it's that person versus Antonio Pierce. So I think we're if it's not Antonio Pierce, it's going to be ugly for a while. Um, but like you, I believe it, 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 I, I just, the tea leaves tell me it will be. And so I think Raider Nation will be happy with that. Whether or not that's the right call for the franchise long-term, we'll see. There's no other way to know. It doesn't matter who you hire until they have a full season. Same with Antonio Pierce. He's done an amazing job, but now you got to go into a draft. You got to go into roster building with your new GM. If that's, if that's Champ Kelly, you got to do all those things that have not happened yet. We can't judge Antonio Pierce or Frank Smith, or Ben John. We can't judge any of those guys on that yet because they've not done it. So so it's it's going to be uh, an adventure either way. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> Definitely going to be an adventure. I, I Like I said, it's... It's a, it's, a, it's a crucial decision because you're wrestling with disrupting the continuity that Antonio Pierce has built over the past weeks, months. Yep. Or you're contemplating possibly, as I said, an offensive mind. And let me tell you, a lot of fans have told me that they prefer an offensive-minded head coach 
because of their quarterback position. Now, I think if the Raiders had a veteran quarterback, an established quarterback, more people would say, oh, you, you don't really need an offensive mind. Uh, you keep everything as it is. Antonio Pierce has proven that he's a leader. That's all you would need. But when you're developing a quarterback, you want to give that quarterback the best chance possible to develop into a franchise player because we all know the quarterback is the most important position on the roster. So that's what makes this kind of muddy, in my opinion. Though I will say again, I want to say this for the fourth time during the show. Mo Moten would hire Antonio Pierce. <laughs> but it's not a slam dunk yet. Because I know a lot of people are going to hear this. and go, Mo Moten wants Ben Johnson over Antonio Pierce. Mo Moten wants an offensive mind. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that Mark Davis is going to have to weigh these decisions and he's going to have to at least contemplate <clears throat> other resumes that may lean toward quarterback building versus roster building. Right, because they do have to get a young quarterback and um, it's that's the future of your franchise. Uh, some of you will disagree and I don't Correct. care. If you look at the NFL, you follow the <laughs> NFL, you got to have a good quarterback. It's the bottom line. And uh, we'll see what they do there. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back on this edition of Silver and Black today, we're going to switch sides of the ball. We're going to talk about the defense, the Raiders' stout defense. Yes. How many years have you been waiting for that, folks? We're going to talk about that, what this defense has done. Some of you weren't even born the last time this defense was pretty good. So we'll talk to you about that. This is Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast, also heard on the Bet in Las Vegas. Don't go anywhere. 